Hello, and welcome to Leaf of Faith podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host today, and I am reading today through uh, John chapter 4. We are episode 15.2, and uh, we will be diving into uh, reading about Jesus and the Samaritan woman. Um, We are continuing to read about Jesus's uh, ministry. So uh, welcome and uh, thank you for setting aside time to join us in this uh, venture, this journey that we've been on, uh, commitment to reading one chapter a day uh, into the world. And so whatever time it is, uh, morning, noon, night, I'm just thankful that you're here to listen as we uh, read through this chapter. But uh, let me start with... um, uh, prayer as always. So let's, uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Holy God, we are in awe of you and we are so eternally thankful to you and all that you do for us. You know our needs before we know them. And we know that when two or more are gathered in prayer, you are with us. So um, Lord, thank you for being our Heavenly Father and thank you for sending your son, your only son, into this world uh, as a sacrifice for us. He is the spotless lamb, and his blood covers all of our sins, past, present, future. And we are thankful for our salvation and all that you do for us. Lord, I'm thankful to be able to uh, have this opportunity to read into the world. Uh, I pray that more people will uh, follow. I pray that the people that are following will share it with others and uh, use this as a tool uh, for whatever the, whatever will be beneficial for your kingdom, Lord. We're uh, thankful for anybody out there who wants to listen and be a part of this journey. So um, bless them, watch over them, bless their families. Uh, during this uh, crazy time, their health, their finances, Lord, whatever their needs are, uh, we just ask to put a covering over them. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's um, start with chapter four, episode 15.2. And I need my readers because I can't see without them. I mean, I can, but Not really. Okay. Jesus knew the Pharisees had heard that he was baptizing and making more disciples than John. Though Jesus himself didn't baptize them, his disciples did. So he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He had to go through Samaria on the way. Eventually, he came to the Samaritan village of Sychar, Sychar, near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Soon, a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Please give me a drink. He was alone at that time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. The woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, if you only knew 
the gift God has for you and who you and who you are speaking to. You would ask me and I would give you living water. But sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said, and this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? And besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob, who gave us this well? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoyed? Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Please, sir, the woman said, give me this water then. Then I'll never be thirsty again and I won't have to come here to get water. Go and get your husband, Jesus told her. I don't have a husband, the woman replied. Jesus said, you're right. You don't have a husband for you have five husbands and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. Sir, the woman said, you must be a prophet. So tell me, why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship, while we Samaritans claim it is here at Mount Gerizim, where our ancestors worshipped? Jesus replied, Believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no longer matter whether you worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You, Samaritan, you Samaritans know very little about the one you worship, while the Jews know all about him. For salvation comes through the Jews. But the time is coming, indeed it's here now, when true worshipers will, wor will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. For God is spirit, so those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know the Messiah is coming, the one who is called Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. And Jesus told her, I am, I am the Messiah. Just then the disciples came back. They were shocked to find him talking to a woman, but none of them had the nerve to ask, what do you want with her? Or why are you talking to her? The woman left her water jar beside the well and ran back to the village telling everyone, come see, come and see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could he possibly be the Messiah? So the people came streaming from the village to see him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging Jesus, Rabbi, eat something. But Jesus replied, I have a kind of food you know nothing about. Did someone bring him food while we were gone? The disciples asked each other. Then Jesus explained, my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work. You know the saying, four months between planting and harvest. But I say, wake up and look around. The fields are already ripe for harvest. The harvesters are paid good wages, and the fruit they harvest is people brought to eternal life. What joy awaits both the planter and the harvester alike? You know the saying, one plants and another harvests, and it's true. I sent you to harvest where you didn't plant. Others had already done the work, and now you will go to gather the harvest. Many Samaritans believe. Many Samaritans from the village believed in Jesus because the woman had said, He told me everything I ever did. When they came out to see him, they begged him to stay in their village. 
So he stayed for two days, long enough for many more to hear his message and believe. Then they said to the woman, now we believe not just because of what you told us, but because we have heard him ourselves. Now we know that he is indeed the savior of the world. <clears throat> Jesus heals an official's son. At the end of the two days, Jesus went on to Galilee. He himself had said that a prophet is not honored in his own hometown. Yet the Galileans welcomed him, for they had been in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration and had seen everything he did there. As he traveled through Galilee, he came to Cana, where he had turned the water into wine. There was a government official in nearby Capernaum whose son was very sick. When he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and begged Jesus to come to Capernaum to heal his son, who was about to die. Jesus asked, Will you never believe in me unless you see miraculous signs and wonders? The official pleaded, Lord, please come now before my little boy dies. Then Jesus told him, Go back home. Your son will live. And the man believed what Jesus said and started home. While the man was on his way, some of his servants met him with the news that his son was alive and well. He asked them when the boy had begun to get better, and they replied, Yesterday afternoon at one o'clock, his fever suddenly disappeared. Then the father realized that that was the very time Jesus had told him, Your son will live. And he and his entire household believed in Jesus. This was the second miraculous sign Jesus did in Galilee after coming from Judea. <clears throat> so uh, going back into the beginning, um, Jesus knew that the Pharisees had heard that he was baptizing and making more disciples than John. So of course, uh, they're getting more worried, you know, that, Je that Jesus is getting more popular. Uh, even though Jesus was not doing the baptizing himself, uh, I don't know what difference that made. I don't know. Um, and then uh, Jesus is uh, on his way to Galilee, and he has to go through Samaria. And he stops at Jacob's well, and the Samaritan woman comes to draw water, and he asks her for a drink. And she's surprised because the Jews don't like the Samaritans, I think. I don't know what all the background of that is, but uh, they, I don't know, they just don't like them. Um, so uh, she says, you're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Because that's unheard of. And of course, Jesus says, uh, if you knew the gift God has for you and who you were speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. Uh, and she says, sir, you don't have a rope, you know, or a bucket and the well is very deep, so she's not quite getting it yet. Uh, and besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob? Uh, Jesus comes and says in 13, Anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again, but those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh, bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Um, you know, these are... This is, you know, the Holy Spirit's getting inside of you, and it's a bubbling spring. I mean, that's an amazing description of, because you want it to just come out. You know, it's bubbling inside of you and, you, and you just want it to come out of you, and you want to tell everybody. You want everybody to know about the good news. Um, and so, of course, Jesus says, go get your husband 
And she's like, I don't have a husband. He's like, I know. You know, you've been living with a guy that you're not even married to. And so he's, you know, telling her all about, you know, her. And she's amazed and she thinks he's just a prophet when he says, um, you know, uh, believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no longer matter. It doesn't matter where you worship. Uh, you Samaritans don't know enough about um, the one you worship while the Jews do know about him. And uh, true worshipers would worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And the Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. For God is spirit so that those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. I know the Messiah is coming, the one who is called the Christ. And Jesus says, I am the Messiah. And I think that the capital, you know, the I am, you know, that's, that's uh, going back, I think, to the Old Testament where, you know, God says, I am, I am. And he's likening back to that. And then, uh, come and see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could he possibly be the Messiah? So the people come running, and everybody wants to see the Messiah. Um, the disciples come back, um, and, you know, Jesus is trying to tell them that, you know, I don't need food, I'm doing God's work. And that's nourish enough, and nourishment enough for me. Um, and then I thought this is always interesting. Uh, the harvesters are paid good wages and the fruit they harvest uh, is people brought to eternal life. Um, the one who plants in another harvest. So, you know, this to, to me, this is saying, you know, you might not be the one to bring people to Christ. You might be just the one to plant the seeds. That's the way I always feel I am. I'm not the one that brings people to Christ. I'm the one that's planting the seeds. Um, so, um, and I think that's what he's talking about here. And But now you will get to gather. So Jesus is planting all the seeds. He's telling everybody about him, and he is laying out the, the, the groundwork. And then after he's gone, then the, uh, the disciples are going to be gathering the harvest. And then, of course, all of the Samaritans are believing because, you know, the woman said you know, that he told everything about me and my past. And they're saying, you know, now we know that he is indeed the Savior of the world because they heard it from them, from him themselves. From him, from them. Anyway, he they heard it from him, right from the horse's mouth. Um, and then, of course, it goes into the story uh, where he... Traveled through Galilee, went through Cana, where he turned the water into wine at the wedding. Um, and the government official, uh, you know, asked Jesus to heal his son. And, you know, of course, Jesus just has to say it uh, and it becomes true. And so, you know, he asks what time and it was the exact same time when Jesus said that your son will live. So and then everybody in his household became believers. So. So this is, uh, you know, Jesus uh, continuing to plant seeds all over and uh, trying to get people to understand who he is and what he's here for. So um, that's all for today. Uh, as always, good stuff. Um, just really glad that I get to read this Bible with you and um, lead you. Uh, in. Uh, we're coming up on leading, uh, reading the um, uh, prayer. Uh, if you haven't made 
a decision for Christ. This is your moment um, to say the prayer and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Um, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Um, nobody comes to the Father except through me. Again, I don't uh, have a lot of Bible verses memorized, but I do know that there are certain, you know, scripture that really ring true. And the only way to get to heaven is through Jesus. That's the bridge. So, so uh, let's pray. Let's say the prayer and, uh, and we'll pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It is his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the kingdom of heaven and into the brotherhood and sisterhood. This is a family and uh, it's a celebration. So uh, if you know somebody who's been praying for you, uh, tell them and uh, they will be <laughs> so excited to know that you accepted Jesus uh, and you're going to be a Christ follower. Uh, get to a church. Um, I would suggest, uh, you know, if you've got questions to get to a pastor or talk to your friends who are Christians, um, get involved with church, uh, get into a ministry, uh, you know, you, you have to figure out what it is that God's telling you to do and uh, what he's calling you to do. So, you, you know, it, it happens. You never know when it's going to happen. You don't know when God's going to get a hold of you. Um, but opening up your heart and opening up your soul to him is, is so huge. So um, use this as a ministry if you want. Start a Bible study, uh, small groups. Um, it doesn't take a lot. Um, it's just being faithful, and God will open up doors for you. So that's it for today. Uh, kind of short and sweet, and... Uh, um, a lot of good stuff as always you know jesus is uh interacting with samaritans he's interacting with tax collectors and you know all sorts of people that uh, normally would not be interacting so uh it's just a um a interesting time to be reading so all right well thank you so much again for joining me i am so eternally grateful for you to be here and uh and join me in this and uh, i pray that you have a wonderful morning, noon, afternoon, evening, uh, again, whatever time it is that you're um, listening to this. And uh, we will definitely see you tomorrow. So God bless you and have a great day.